Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Welcome back to Pudding Boys. I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. We are the Pudding Boys. In this podcast, we'll be talking about something a little bit nerdy, followed by our best of Iron Maiden, because we finished our Numbers of the Beast series on Iron Maiden, and then discussing a tasty treat. We have. We screwed up uh, with Iron Maiden a little bit. We saved our greens to the end. We should have got them out of the way early on. No. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. Did you mean Senjutsu? Senjutsu. Was a, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the bit that you should eat real quick early on so that you get to enjoy, like, the nice part of the meal, the bit that they sell it to you with on the menu. I feel like with Iron Maiden, with Numbers of the Beast, so if you haven't tuned in before, Numbers of the Beast is a section of the show where we rate every song on an Iron Maiden album out of, or on whatever band's albums that we're going through at the time. It's only been Iron Maiden so far. We rate each song out of seven, add them together, divide that by the amount of songs, and get a score. And... We found that it's it's trailed off a little toward the end. Well, the idea is that we're you're kind of informing it against the rest of the band's catalogue. So if you say Iron Maiden, and everyone goes, "Oh, cool, Number of the Beast, Power Slave," yeah, which we did. We were like, "Yeah, they're probably going to be t- two this of the is, top three. This is going to be fun." Yeah, <laughs> that's what we that's what we thought. And then Senjutsu happened. It was kind of fun. We argued a lot. We fell out yeah. over a couple, but we I think we both found an album in the back catalogue that we'd previously written off. I found a few. You got the wrong ones, but. I have this is still I still count this as nerdy because I think car people think they're not nerdy but you're nerdy it's just not colourful it's the same principle it's it's basically it's robot but it's robot that you can buy from dealership yeah there's there's not much difference between you going out and washing and polishing your car every Saturday compared to a guy going to Games Workshop and buying models and painting them. Yeah, rebuilding it's your still the same or thing. rebuilding yeah. your PC. Yeah. Yeah. Your still fantasy components. football team is still is just as nerdy as Magic the Gathering. Oh, your fantasy football team is basically Pokemon, but with Ronaldo in it. Yeah, with a lot more hydration. <laughs> now... Drink water. Car. Because car, car, for me, is very mild hobby. I don't profess to know too much... I can change wheel on car because every summer slash every winter I need to change it over to the winter set of the summer set. So I'm glad that you do that a little bit before I get in car. Yeah. Oh yeah, I tested that before other you've people. You've not changed them before our road trip this week, have you? Because you've, uh, you've just, been out in it since. Well, now this is what I wanted to talk about. I have had a bit of a week with car, and I've saved it. <laughs> I've saved it because I know full well. Although we're gonna, we'll take different car. Train. We'll take a different car. We'll, we'll take, take the train. train. <laughs> I put my summer set on, my summer set, and usually <laughs> when I put my summer set on, I go around the block and it's like, ooh, this is like a go kart. It's nipping around everywhere. This is real wobbly. One of the wheels is in that bush. I didn't have time to do that, so I changed wheel, checked tolerances, all that kind of stuff, and I drove it slowly around the block. And then just parked it on the driveway and it was fine. A few days go by, I need to go to work. So I get in car. It's fine at 30 miles an hour all through small village. Then I hit big road and go above 40 and my steering wheel starts kicking. Starts vibrating very, very a lot. Very, very a lot. Welcome to the literary segment. It's it's almost snapping my wrists off. I'm wrestling with car. So I pull into services, 
there is nothing wrong. I don't have like a torque wrench on me because I, you know, I assumed I'd done a good your... job, uh, and there was nothing wrong. So I just kind of had to like think, well, I, I have to get to work, and I thought, well, the wheels are on. I, what it must be is I've put the wrong wheel on the wrong corner, so I've rotated them by accident. I've never really rotated them before. I'm under the kind of school of thought that I'll put them back where they came from so that I can see whether or not, like, oh, if this if this wheel's wearing out much quicker You've got than others. Yeah, if, if this wheel's wearing out a lot, I can tell it's because I don't slow down enough when I go around roundabouts. Hmm. You can figure things yeah, yeah. out. Um, that may or may not be true. But I like to think it is, you so I don't rotate them. You put them back where manufacturer put them, though, and I think that seems yeah, to be <laughs> I put them back where they came from. So I thought maybe I hadn't done that, so I just kind of limped to work slowly, and it, it didn't get better. In fact, it got a bit worse, and people were honking at me and pointing at my car, pointing at my driver's side, um, front, front driver's yeah. side wheel, and honking and like, your wheel's falling off, like that kind of thing. So I pulled over again, nothing wrong. I pulled over in uh, in a, a petrol station on the way again, checked that the, the air was fine, everything was fine. I couldn't really understand what was going anything. on. It couldn't see anything. Um. So then I thought maybe it's like balance, maybe this, that, or the other. I got home after work, after limping back home, put that front wheel on the back, hmm. thinking well, maybe it's the rotation still. Did that, and all of a sudden, perfectly fine. Absolutely fine. Driving along up to regulatory speed on Did, like, the main busy road. road. Like, yeah. Yeah, basically up towards them back. That yeah. kind of yeah. loop, yeah. And it was fine, but it wasn't fine. It just felt fine because it was being compared to what had I'd felt the previously. It was still kicking off. The wheel was still kicking off, but it was on back of car. Right. So, so I didn't so feel it through the your, steering. Front wheel drive on yours. My car's rear wheel drive. Oh, uh, so it's but steering is what was kicking off. Um so like the same thing happened again the next day, people honking at me, your wheel's coming off. And I positioned my mirror and I could see wheel in my mirror. It was wibbling. What the Luckily hell? by this time torque wrench was in car yeah so i got out a couple of times on my short trip to work the torque wrench was fine they were torqued the bolts were on so the wheel wasn't going to come off that's it was the just big... moving on it was just kicking oh, off actually... and making things look really bad balance and um what had i said before rotation stuff they're not going to make a visible wobble no, so if, I, if wheel is bad, we'll be we'll be bad on either of the four. Yeah, yeah. and it it would I I could understand like me feeling balance being off, but other people Visible wouldn't balance, see it. Yeah, yeah. So I had to call I had to call the boys. I had to call Quick Fit oh, under advice the... of our friend who knows wheel. Uh, I went I went to Quick Fit and just. To, to get all four corners balanced. I thought you meant our brain trust for a minute. I was going to say, I'm not going to that fucking car yeah. to go hell this week. Then uh, I got all four corners balanced. While they were doing it, I kept seeing them offering up that wheel to the car and it wasn't going on. They were like rocking it back and forth. So I was like, that's the bad one. They know something now. They figured something out. 
inside the wheel, there are plastic spigots mm. that sit in the wheel hub, words, and then they mount to the car. This isn't an auto podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a car podcast now. <laughs> Still when, when wheels had been on my car, my car had gotten hot and the plastic spigots, which sometimes they do apparently, just stuck to the car. Now... Plastic spigots are kind of optional, and my winter wheels don't have them. <sighs> so when I put my winter wheels on, they just slipped over the plastic spigots. But three of my summer wheels had left their spigots behind. One of them hadn't. So whichever and one I, that was on. Whichever one, the one that hadn't left it behind went on. So if I put it on the right corner... Fine. So I was right all along. <laughs> I put them on the wrong corners. But if I put it on the right corner, it would have been fine. But I was essentially mounting a wheel with a spigot in it to a piece of the car with a with spigot stuck to it. Yeah, you had double the spigot and then no spigot somewhere else. Yeah, and apparently the double the spigot just makes wheel go crazy. It's almost like they didn't design it to have it's, two spigots. It is almost it. like that. And it's one of those things where while I was driving around and checking the torque wrench and thinking, oh, no, it's fine. I know the wheels are stuck on. I was, you know, Dramatic I was effect. fairly confident. I was still like, oh, no, my car's dying people are honking at me, you know, stress levels were high. However, I thought I was safe. Yeah, you know, wheel isn't going to come off. I'm just being awkward. Like, I'm being judged. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I knew. I yeah. was wrong. Wheel was going to come off because those bolts were only on, like, half the way. Because oh, so you would have died. I would have died, yeah. Um, oh. And it's, do you know when you are... Th- this was a really long... Really long preamble to get to the point where, do you know when you think you were fine, but then when you realise something you were doing was so dangerous and stupid, and it all just hits you in one go and you went, oh, damn. Like, that's oh. that's why BMW was driving really far behind me on the way to oh. work. I'm, I'm real glad that the one we're going out in this week was put together by a competent <laughs> auto manufacturer Yeah, not... You. But it, uh, I felt awful because that's not just putting my car at risk and me at risk. That's luckily there is nowhere I don't actually go on really fast roads to work. It's no. it's very small, quiet roads to work. It's very unlikely it would have upset anyone else. Yes, you but would have ended I with could have, and that's and what. Tire. Yeah, that's that's what made that's the worst bit because if it's my stupidity hurting myself, well, yeah, that sucks, but. If someone else could have got that feel, that's a little bit... Mm. Then again, that's why you have the rules of the road. So if, if your wheel pings off, I should be driving at a distance far enough behind you that I can react to that and move around you yeah, as you crash right, actually, yeah. into a fiery wreckage into the ditch. So actually, we've still been their fault. I was just Pe- testing people's peanut ability. Peanut guy, basically. <laughs> they're, they're all peanut guy. Now, peanut guy isolates himself from the peanut. He doesn't expect the peanut to be removed no, from him. I was wondering where you came with that. <laughs> that's going to make no sense if you haven't listened to yeah, go last week. We, we go in on peanut guy. Yeah. But yeah, no, I someone with a peanut allergy expecting others to go around them. I agree it's, with that. It's like it's like I agree be- with that. Peanut guy should expect you not to eat peanuts because it's not hard to just not eat peanuts. Well, it's not for me because they taste like dog poo. <laughs> Dumb. But no, that's like you know. At the end of the day, if I'm if I'm driving along, I'm driver. Mm. If I'm following car, whether I know that moron or Mazda put it together, I know that I'm kind of following a car that has potential to go wrong, so I have to give it an appropriate amount of space. Yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Now yeah. I feel a, 
I feel marginally better. Yeah. On on brighter news, we what 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 did you do with your time on Friday? Oh, we went to Harry Potter World. Oh, this is Sunday, was, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've we are on track. Sunday. I've completely lost track. It's bank <laughs> holiday as well, so there's days all over the place. I've no idea which ones where. No, we um, basically. For my mum's Christmas present, I think H had it as her Christmas present, and then me and my sister got it for each other as our Christmas present, and she got it for Beyonce's oh, man. Yeah, his, you did, his uh... birthday. We did cross like presenting. Yeah, but we had a trip that was a real to... quick shopping trip. Oh, it was great. Well, we we have the same conversation at every major holiday. You know, what do you want? No idea. What do you want? I don't know. I mean, should we just get the same thing and swap it? Or do yeah. you just want me to give you some money and not you give me some money? Shall we just keep our money? But no, we said this time stuff it because we've been talking about doing it for a month for a while. She's a huge Harry Potter nerd. Reads the books back to front periodically, not just yeah. as. Um, so we went down and gotta say, I am a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. You'll see that from Hogwarts. You'll see that from some hey, of the things we've talked about. He, I, hold on, you still haven't posted I'm the going picture to of do your it Hogwarts. Today. I'm, try, I'm waiting we for the promised golden hour. People. I'm going to put it up. I wanted, I, I wanted to get. Oh wait, now you can't put it up before next Wednesday. No, I can. I'm going to put it up now. That's going to make this wrong. No, you're you're making me retroactively <laughs> incorrect. We're gonna we're gonna go be like you're going to see behind the iron curtain here. I got some new minifigures, so there's going to be a couple of different ones. You get to see it when they're kids. You get see. to see it when they're grown-ups. Oh, so you're going to like... I'm going to change the scene. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of fun. It's it's. Do you know what? It's good place. Uh, like, I know we've gone on... We've harped on for <laughs> yeah, hours. I, yeah. Our whole thing <laughs> was, I like creator expert it. because there's no minifigures. Yeah, no, and here's you place, shoveling them in like <laughs> well, a greedy bastard. We've, we've pretty conclusively demonstrated in the 30-odd episodes that we've done. We are done. hypocritical we are idiots. Hypocrites. <laughs> we weren't going to get the dragster. We've both got the dragster. We weren't going to... Sp- to buy any more minifigure sets. <laughs> I've spent a fortune recently on the Aquazone sets because I'm a child. Yeah. I had a big nostalgia hit. You bought Slyze and I thought I want something old too. The problem is Slyzes are a lot smaller and a lot, lot less popular. I feel like you yeah. can get you can get all you can get almost every slicer in an eBay lot for twenty five quid. Yeah, the Aquazone. Which lots I have more. done. But if you're if basically if you don't want I don't want box I'm going to have them out and play with oh, them oh yeah, yeah no. especially those they're not going to be collector's piece no they're for me they're for, they're for my you enjoyment to play I'm with. going to build them every now and then play submarines <laughs> anyway we went to Harry Potter World um, yeah that was a long <laughs> yeah we started talking about Lego again it always happens do you know because I, I, we said to Matt, we've been there before went years ago um, Dad, there's no there's no rides it's not theme park is no, it it's, it's not a theme park it is film set it's okay. it's basically more a tour around film production and with a flavor of harry potter because but, but very produced isn't it they like there's it's like a museum meets film set yeah that's a really nice explanation it's, it's a bit like those museums in france where you've got actual you know kind of, you've got tank you've got plane you've got outside on the thing but then there's interactive experience as well. It's like and going to see the Bayeux Tapestry. Precisely. Oh, man, but I enjoy going to I see like the, the Bayeux Tapestry. Tapestry. I'm like, a big fan. You can't see that too many times. No. Bayeux's delightful. Yeah. We'll, we'll tour France at some point. Bayeux? Bayeux? Bayeux. Bayeux. Uh, Bayeux. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it doesn't matter. French, no one, yeah. no one's listening in French. I've got, I've got Check a little map. map. Yeah, I can see a little map where people are listening to. We'll get Hello, America. We'll Hello, get Australia. Yeah, I think we've got, we've got um, a good number of little dots across Europe, but yeah. uh, 
No one in France. No France, okay. Well, we'll do more French puddings. No, fuck you, France. We've done French puddings. No, we'll do more, because they're delicious. No, we'll do more, and then we'll say shit things about them. <laughs> They'll come on to defend themselves. Yeah. No, it's really... And we said to Dad, because he took us down the first time we went a few years ago, yeah. and said, I'm not doing Harry Potter, I'm not doing yeah. Harry Potter world. Both, actually. He'd, oh, right. He drove to Bayo as well. Back to back. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, next door. We just went on the way. Yeah. You could actually kind of go on the way. You just little dink off to Watford. Watford. When you get into the south. Um, he's, last time he was like, no, I'm, I'm going to go and do another museum and I'll come back and meet you later. So he did. He didn't this time I drove down, but he said, you know, actually, there was enough stuff there. Yeah. Even if you don't enjoy Harry Potter, just some of like the, the way they do like, you know, Hagrid, the big giant dude, Robbie Coltrane, but yeah. made big. So for some of the scenes, obviously, for the ones where he's talking, like, it's, it's Robbie Coltrane. We all know Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Um, but for the bit, like the fire action shots or where he's got to be towering over children, they've actually built a fully animatronic Hagrid head that sits on like a stunt actor's shoulders. Oh. It's incredible. Like, we're not talking... It's like watching the extras on a DVD, but you get to see the stuff in yeah, person. Yeah, you get to basically look at, like, each of them. You get to tilt your head a bit so you can see each of the motors. And it's not like, you know, big wax mask that doesn't move. Like, his eyebrow can do different ex- expression. Oh, his, that's His cool. mouth will tweak. Like It's like a proper, he yeah. He can do, like, a little smile, a little, like, twinkle in Uncanny his eye. Uncanny valley levels. Oh, it's incredible. That kind of stuff. And some of the makeup stuff and yeah. the SFX and that. Well, you'd be really interested in the makeup stuff, wouldn't you? Cover all of those blemishes of yours. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you try and tell somebody about a nice <laughs> thing. And that somebody is just an ape. The things <laughs> that come always nice amigos. It's a good song. We'll get on to that. Um, no, strong recommendation. Even if you're not huge, as long as you don't hate Harry Potter. Yeah, I imagine if you really just. So I, I'm, I, I. Do you know what? I, it's fine. I like it a little bit. So I, I think I would probably get into, it's good into it quite a lot. Your, your wife would love it. Tell me about food at Harry food? Potter World because this it's, is going to be the interesting part for okay, me. Okay, so it's, it's it's standard kind of. I'm going to say theme park. I don't mean theme park. Theme event kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's standard event food, really. You know, if you think about, like, um, gig kind of food, if they did that, or football match kind of food, or that kind of thing. Mm. The food oh, is... so is it, like, festival burger van, or is it no, the... establishment kind the of... The nicer yeah. food. Yeah. It's, yeah the higher-end like, theme park food. Yeah. Like yeah. Low-end pub lunch, kind of, I'd okay. say. Okay. So it's, not, it's, it's expensive, but it's, it's not... It's not like Disneyland food, where it's, like, the best thing in the world, apparently. No, but you're not. It's not as expensive as that. Like you're, you're, you're paying that premium because you're not going anywhere else. You're in now. Yeah. You know, hot dog is ten pounds. Hot dog and chips and that. But actually, when we like, we had the burger. Yeah. It, it, it's not like a, you know. It's not a five guys. It's, it, yeah, it's not premium burger company kind of burger. Yeah. But also, it was quite nice actually, and we were full. Because they have a they have a books in the foyer. Oh, okay, Starbucks. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna actually have we're gonna get onto Starbucks in pudding of the week as well. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm suddenly very interested. Yeah. No, um, and even I was saying to your wife downstairs, that sounds very strange. <laughs> we, we speak on the way in, obviously. Um, no, we just walk, you come through. I, I come, come to see your wife the house and your in dog. silence. Yeah, I come to see your wife and your dog, and then I have to do a stupid podcast while I'm here. <laughs> um, I was saying, like, actually, the merch, 
for saying it is like big film franchise and you're there in experience yeah okay the ones are fucking expensive but at that point you're oh yeah the one i never really understood why the harry potter ones would be expensive because even if you're making them out of resin and they are replicas they're not detailed then no at that point they know you're buying it because you want to say i got this one from harry potter world yeah you're buying it to have a piece of it with you kind of i i get like the they're not they didn't used to be called the black series the the lightsabers you could get for mm. um star wars where it's the hilt and you can display that or you can put the end on and display it. not the kids ones that extend but the yeah, ones the ones are the nice ones yeah i had one i sold it on ebay uh, at the start of the podcast bought i think some lego I think. it bought some lego yeah um but i understand why they can cost so much money because a lot of it's like machined metal parts and then you put them together and then you maybe paint some of them. Whereas the wand, cast it in resin, paint it, done. Mm. But they it, cost like over a hundred pounds. Some of them are very pricey. It's that that's the, that is silly. That's, that's the really silly. Mid, you think? Compared to I mean, like I was saying, you know, like the hoodies and things and the yeah. shirts, you're talking kind of gig price and actually Yeah, gig nice price is and fine. quality. Yeah. Although if if Halloween or you know if Halloween do one of those nice fluffy fleecy things, I bought denim jacket the last time I went to see Halloween. I'm yeah. wearing that. Oh, if Halloween fun. do fun merch, I'll I'll be buying it. That's that's what next podcast is going to be all about. Yeah, by what, the way, what you bought the, the nerdy bit of the podcast <laughs> is going to be us talking about the Halloween gig that's coming up this coming week. I'm pumped for that. Uh, yeah. It's, we've been waiting three years. COVID it, shut it, it down. It was 20, wasn't it? It was originally booked for. 2019, actually. Was it 19? No. Yeah, we, we bought the oh, tickets bought in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, it was 420, wasn't it? And it's been moved back, obviously, to so. two Mays. Yeah. No, it was for 2019. It can't have been. Because I was in an old house. I bought the tickets as your moving present. I think you bought them 19. Oh, okay. But we the gig was in early 20. You I know, see. when everything went completely tits up. Yeah, because I remember Halloween tickets came on sale and yes. I was I was sitting on the toilet at work. <laughs> and that's my old work. Yes, I've moved jobs me, since then. You said, like, I'm not waiting. I've just bought them. I've just bought them. And I was like, I can't expect... I can't have bought something and then expect someone to then give you money back for it <laughs> when they're moving now. house. <laughs> yeah. So there wasn't a nice potted plant or anything like that. Your H got nothing. No, hate hate gets rid of you for me. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a nice movie night with her pal. It's yeah. going to be great for her. She's having much more fun than sitting with me. <laughs> Talking about how much I like Halloween. Speaking of a lot of fun... Numbers of the Beast. Welcome back to... Numbers of the Beast, poor day boys. Oh dear. This, um... This, uh, I would say this segment of the show, Nilla and I have a good long listen to a class album. It's completely different It's completely time. untrue. That is, that this is, is not, our bookend. That is not true. Yeah, this is the, the, <laughs> the final... track list advice for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the final farewell to Iron Maiden until they release another album and we come back and revisit. And do all 16 again. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, I'm not listening to Sanjutsu again. We have. We Ever. have both made our own best of Iron Maidens. I will make them available on Spotify as playlists, and I'll put a little pudding as the symbol. I'll probably call them like Pudding pudding Boys and Bloor's Toilet Playlist. (laughs) No, Pudding Boys, Best of Iron Maiden, Nailer Edition, Bloor Edition, and I'm going to do them red and blue like Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, Shotgun Blue. I I always went red, so yeah, fine. Because you're a loser. Us cool kids went blue, then silver, 
Then we went emerald. No, then we went ruby because no one wanted to go sapphire. Blastoise is cooler than Charizard, but no, you pick long. Venusaur because it's the best one. Uh, Charizard's had a bit of resurgence, though, hasn't he? But is that just on go? That's just on go, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Charizard's dumb. If someone's favourite Pokemon is Charizard... They've only seen Charizard and Pikachu Yeah, at that point, yeah. Dumb. So, our best ofs. Um, we're going to... We're just going to... We can't dwell on them too much, but we'll go through them, explain to each other what we've picked, why we've picked it. There is a character... I was mentioning to Naylor earlier, you need to really listen to... It's, but I don't know about his, but it's probably dumb. But mine, you need to listen to it, because I've not just picked the songs, I've picked the order, and I've shuffled them throughout the week to do, <sighs> shut up to try and make it you know it flows really well it's a nice basically best of. I've, I've made you a little fun playlist that you can have at a barbecue to get some people into Iron Maiden who haven't heard it before or maybe an Iron Maiden fan that's got bored of the big ones Blaw's written you like a thesis on why all of these bad songs actually aren't as bad as you thought they were I, I would like to argue against that but yeah, I, I bet you will in my, in my words head, in my head you've just explained how brilliant I am because oh. that's exactly what I've done there's still going to be bad songs in a bad order like no you're, you're just... dumb what Are do you, you want to go first, first or should I go first you I go, go first. first you go first because you've been it's very good <sighs> Uh, it's very uh, basically, good. Basically, you ramble on about yours, and then I'll just do like the fun bit at the end. Right. So the playlist starts... So 12 songs. 12 songs and two bonus tracks. Yeah, so 12. Avoid, trying to avoid more than two from any album. Yep, and no, we're not allowed lower than five. N- nothing lower than five, because that's dumb. If you're saying it was a four, but it's on your best of. That's really dumb, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's obviously not that good. The reason why some songs are on here and they're not all sevens is because when we do Numbers of the Beast... It's like a half opinion, half review mm. kind of mindset. Our our opinion obviously comes in on it, but I'm not trying to say that writing on the wall is a zero because I don't like it. Yeah, you know, and, you know a lot of the sevens because you know I made know their craft. A lot of the sevens were the a lot singles. Of the sevens are really played out by now. Well, like, you, if you the trooper need... is on your best of. You're not really trying very hard no. to make a good playlist. No, if you want to hear Number of the Beast, buy any of the other best ofs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it starts Wicker Man. Okay, so you've gone for the set list kind it of vibe. Punches you, you in the face. You're just a rocking Rio, mate. It starts with uh, the Wicker Man. It's, it's just boom, straight away. That's You're a having really a good, good time. Single. Yeah, from, I enjoy that. There are a few singles. Um, but do you know what? The later singles almost don't feel like singles because then they still they release them, then ditch them. Okay. Whereas the older ones they yeah, play the, all the, the time. Yeah. Then I have my first like quite played out song, but it's so good it okay. has to stay there. It goes from Wicker Man into Flight of Icarus, which is very. It's a very okay, good I can see song. That, yeah. And I, do you know I agonised over Flight of Icarus? I didn't it's, do it because I was trying good. to avoid the singles. But I, I've got a couple of um. It's, Honourable mentions I would have liked to get it's a in. a huge hitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. Then into the evil that men do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a, it kind of picks it up a little bit, getting yeah. you a jazzy. And then it goes for one that I know you're going to be a big girl about. Tomorrow, it, it goes into Starblind. <sighs> because the evil that men do, like, ramps it up. Starblind keeps oh. the same pace. <sighs> but Starblind's verses just punch, punch, <sighs> punch. It's so good. Oh, so you've lost the audience three songs in <laughs> Then after Starblind, because that ends in like a, a stuttering end, it goes into Children of the Damned. And it, oh, that is a really nice, oh, okay. smooth move. Do you know, I 
didn't even look at that, and I. Oh, I, I love Children of the Damned. This I is my best. Feel of. These like are my I favorite be songs. That's a superb yeah, choice. Okay, it's a really well smooth one. It goes from Children of the Damned into Remember Tomorrow. <laughs> Shut up! It works. It's a really good song. It I, is. You know, <laughs> you think, don't dislike it as much as you I think I need it. to go back to it and listen to it because I think now I'm just digging <laughs> it. It's a meme now. Um, and after Remember Tomorrow, <laughs> you'd be you'd be shocked. Is this to wake you up? This next one. You'd be shocked at how well Remember Tomorrow. It's almost like they were written to go into each other. It goes from that into Man on the Edge by Blaze. Oh! And it's just... It sound, it, it's a really nice time. All right. I didn't mean to cram all of the non-Bruce together. However... After Man on the Edge, we've got Como Estas Amigo. It does go... <laughs> shut up. Shut up. It this, does go well. No, you know what? Remember tomorrow, enough people have told me that it's good that I think I'm just being a dick. But Como Estas Amigos is a turd. It's, it's not. a big... Sti- that's it's the, not. That it's really good. One. It's really good. That's almost as bad as The Assassin. <laughs> oh, no, it's... Don't you dare. It's, oh, it's sort of the sort of finger-snapping kind <laughs> of... That is... Oh, now, Como Estas ends really well because it's an end of album because song. It ends. It's, it's delightful. Shut You're up. so happy so when I can it ends. Then, I can then pick a track that has a touch of an intro about it. So I go into Power Slave. Oh, so you, yeah, you've, you've eaten your greens and they were overcooked <laughs> Shut and, up. and spoiled, and then you get your meat. Keeping the same kind of. Power Slave, though. Power Slave. That's the one you're going for. Power, yeah. yeah. Good call. It's good. It's call. really hard to pick a song from Power Slave because they're so good. Yeah, and I'll I declare feel, mine in a minute. But even though I think I think Seventh Son did better than Power Slave, yes, it did. Yeah. Um, I feel like Power Slave, the individual songs are stand out more. Power yeah. Slave. After Power Slave, it maintains the same level. Would you just be my guide? I know you're not that keen on it, but it's nah. it's great. It's a great track. Do you know, I've got a couple on mine and that I have to... This is where the real magic happens. This is brilliant. Judas Be My Guide, Go. that's like the end of like the main album. Now there's two tracks at the end that kind of finish it off, cap it off. This is my genius, Brave New World. Okay. And it's so good going into Empire of the Clouds and finishing oh, it oh, off. Oh, okay. Okay. You got, I mean, yeah. Empire of the Clouds can't fit anywhere else. It has to be at the end. It's got to be a closer. It's a closer. Then, now, there's so, you know, where's Fear of the Dark? Where's Hallowed Be Thy Name? Where's this, that, and the other? As we said. 12 songs. We've only got 12 songs. If I could have, the 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 two tracks that I really, really wanted to get in were Purgatory mm-hmm. and uh, Montague. Yeah, oh, I couldn't fit them in. I really wanted to get them in, but I couldn't. Um, and I was trying to find any of these tracks to get rid of. And while, like, I, I would say Montague is better than a lot of these. Times, just shut up. I if I say, never heard it again, I'd be delighted. I would say that, like, Montague is better than a lot. However, it. it didn't fit in the same way. It didn't fit in like these. Now, my bonus tracks, I was, I was very fun with. Hallowed Be Thy Name Live from Rock in Rio. Okay. And then Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner Live. You then, basically just went for length. From, you thought, no, I, no, no. You, you were said, if I'm getting this album on in the car, <laughs> I want it to be two hours. You basically did a rush. From um, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner Live is obviously from Live After Death. But um, the, the Hallowed Be Thy Name from Rock and Rio is incredible. I almost went for Fear of the Dark from Rock and Rio because of the, is it a light in the, the dark? 
or in the black or a fear of the, of dark. the dark. But the Roman Ancient Mariner is where he goes, This is a song about a, what not to do when a bird shits on yeah. you. And then it Fine. kicks it. I was like, Yeah, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> so they're my bonus tracks. Do you know, not as bad as I. I will never agree with you about Kamo's stuff. Remember tomorrow, I think I'm just making it a thing now. Yeah. Kamo's dice is a turd. It's but not. apart from that, you actually it's got a couple a... on there that I have to It's a cool I have to take. That's a there's no you can't argue with the fact that that's a cool playlist. Like it's a if you cut Kamo's dice out, I would listen to that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to skip it every time. No, no, you need to listen no, to I'm it. No, I'm not, it's horrible. It's a dumb song. It's just You're it's dumb. the worst horror song they've ever done. It's brilliant. What, let's hear about your uh, rag. So and I'll try... I do what, I'll try and be a little nicer when you're going that, through your first, shit First thing picks. I think is really interesting. Is, is it the truth of 12 the ears, times you ate? It's the eras we've gone for. So, number one, I went for the same kind of vibe. I went for like a, a a bit of an opener kind of song, but I went the other way. Wicker Man is like the blow to the face. Yeah. This is the like teasing opener. Oh, this is the I, kind yeah, of, okay. So I went for Killers as my opener. Oh, because you've got that so big t- kind of... So you're turning people away at the door. <sighs> I went for... I've tried Killers to go for a bit. Killers is boring. It's not. Killers is a fun song. It's not. I get a real fist it's from not. the little... Like, the, you know the little natural harmonics bit at the start? Yeah. That, if they did that live... Hmm. The intro to Killers is incredible, actually. Yeah. It, it's got a great intro. I have fun with it. I, I get bored before the end. I went into Phantom of the Opera next. Oh my god. <laughs> that this is shit. Live. This is so no, shit. You're talking bollocks. Phantom of the Opera. I always forget just how good it is. Like you know the little, <laughs> Not very <laughs> the, little, the little bit after the you know the I went a little bit like live playlist here, I think, rather than because that is fun live. You know, they all seem to enjoy that bit. Then I went from that into Die With Your Boots on. So I've tried to keep kind of a bit of a high energy start. Didn't we, when we were going through this, decide that Die With Your Boots On wasn't that good? No, Die With Your Boots and On And Sonata made it good. No, it's a six. It's it's a fantastic song. You just don't understand it. <laughs> you pick Remember Tomorrow. Remember Tomorrow is fucking amazing. I also went deliberately, especially with those couple of albums, I went away from the singles. So yeah. I didn't do Iron Maiden. I didn't do um, Mine's Gone Blank for the single off Killers. Purgatory. Mm. Purgatory was a kid, yeah. was a single, was it? Yeah, because it's a very good track. It's a very good song. Die with the Boots, obviously, I didn't pick the Trooper because it's yeah. amazing, but we've heard it. Yes. Um, then I went for my first single. Mm-hmm. I went for Aces High for the simple reason it's my favourite Iron Maiden song. Yeah, and it, I mean, and I it, feel like that's that's similar to like um, Flight of Icarus. They're yes. both very good. Like, and you're still not that bored of them. They are objectively just... Yeah. Uh, Ace's High doesn't fizz me as much as, they like... They did it on the last tour I went on. It was the the one um, before Senjutsu. And basically, they start that, they do the speech and that kind of thing, and mm. then fucking Spitfire drops from the ceiling. Yeah, that's And Bruce cool. comes flying out over the monitor at 60 odd. <laughs> like, I couldn't do that at 30 odd. And fucking, yeah, with a huge erection because he's got... Because <laughs> there's a plane there. Uh, yeah, uh, I had to. And again, I, I've gone quite high energy on this one. I only had 12 tracks. I didn't have as much ebb and flow, I don't think, as you did. Mm. But oh, Moonchild. Yeah. So again, wait, wait, hold on. Doesn't Moonchild have a... I feel, is that not going to bring you to like a screeching halt because it's got the whole... I've had a little seven bit of a breather. Sins. So I've come out oh, okay. of high. It's similar to... Yeah. Uh, 
Where I start with Power Slave. Yeah, yeah. Have a mid-set kind of, you know, where they, they break off a little bit. You get Bruce talking a little bit. Yeah. Dips into Moonchild, which keeps like a nice tempo. Moonchild's I think very good. good live oh, hold, what was it called again? What? Moonchild! <laughs> yeah, that's why I put it on, really. Yeah, it's and a great song. It came out of that into Ghost of the Navigator. Oh, yeah. So I, I've gone a little bit more like that. That's an ethereal Spacey, segment. ethereal kind of yeah. set. And while we're in there, now, because I did this on Amazon, and for some reason, um, the the real version wasn't work, wasn't wouldn't let me add it to the playlist, so I'm not actually big dicking here. On mine, I've got Sign of the Cross from Rock in Rio, but I was going to put the Blaze one on. Because actually, again, it's his, a very, his, I the strained vocals kind of work a little yeah. bit after Ghost of the Navigator. Yeah. I, I can see that. Doesn't... No, that's the Klansman that's got a silly long intro. Yeah, that's it? the one with the big acoustic-y yeah. kind of... It's Steve Harris on acoustic bass. I almost went Klansman over um, b- 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 Man on the Edge, but it I, I really like Man on the Edge. But I was trying not to single. Yeah. Because I've come out of the sign of the cross into the Dream of Mirrors, which worked mm. that when you hear oh, that So you've, gone, you've doubled up on uh, Brave I've New World as well. I've doubled up on a couple, actually, and this is what I think was quite fun. Because I immediately went back to the early days. Yeah. But that has been massively done. Yeah. And, you know, like the early days tour and that kind of thing. Yeah. Lots of the best ofs. So mine is much later than yours because I'm at track eight with Dream of Mirrors. Yeah. My last oh, so you've four, kind of gone through the eras, haven't you? I've tried to keep a bit of that. Yeah. Obviously, Stepping Over No Prayer for the Dying. I've actually skipped Fear of the Dark. There wasn't anything on there that I... That, what, well, Apart Fear from Fear of the Dark, of the Dark yeah. But, I mean, I, I really like Judas Be My Guide. Mm. Fair enough. I've gone into months ago after Dream Mirrors. It keeps mm. that big I really sound, wish I could have got it really on mine. Like, it's not bassy, but it's heavy, yeah. kind of. Uh, and it flows nicely out of Dream of Mirrors because that's a heavy song. Yeah. For months ago, I've done a little bit of like, months ago was my kind of big finish. Like, so I'm going live set list here. Yeah. And then for my last three, I've kind of gone for a little bit of like an encore kind of feel. Okay. So they come back out after months ago. So the slow strands of Dance of Death. A okay. bit of like, again, a bit of a teasing kind yeah. of intro. You hear them That's before big, you stop. It's a big encore. It's a long encore. Oh, you wait till you hear the other two. Is it rhyme and then Empire? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're not far. After that, after Dance of Death, because it's like a big slow, till I danced with the dead, the bit that you always, yeah, till I dance Corrected. Future tense. Till I dance with them All the stage lights come down. And then they all come back up because I've gone into a different world for Mamo Lad. I can't even run. remember it. It's I the bit that starts with Nico remember. going, Aye! And then oh, yeah. it plays the riff from Only the Good Die Young. <laughs> oh, God, it's a bad song! Your <laughs> playlist is bad! And then after that, my big finish is going to be If Eternity Should Fail from... Uh, Wait, No Empire Souls. of the Clouds? Single again. I would have. Done. Is it a single? Yeah, it was so I feel like because you know a lot more about Iron Maiden, you've been a bit more careful I've, about stuff. I've well, we've both done it in different ways. I I wanted to do one here. It's why I really enjoyed Numbers of the Beast, and that's why I'm looking forward to the next band. Yeah, I wanted to avoid all of the songs that you know. If someone said to me, "What should I listen to for Iron Maiden?" Yeah. So obviously, I'm going to go straight to like Two Minutes to Midnight. I'm going to go to the Trooper. I'm going to go to Fear of the Dark. I'm going to go yeah. to. But the. You, so is Iron Maiden if they do another. I best feel of. like that's that's because you're quite a nice person. Whereas if someone asked me what should they listen to, 
You're going to hit them with a steam and combo as I, I would be like, well, if you're not a fucking pleb, you'll check this bad boy out. Like, Stop. If someone child. goes, oh, I heard the trooper the other day and I really liked it, I would just go, pleb. But the trooper's a superb song. Yeah. But if it's objectively, if you, it's a great song. If you're song. going around telling people about it, like you've just found the trooper, well done. Well, you've got to find it sometime. Where else you, did you I, discover I, the works you, of Shakespeare, you, you, you dick? It's just, yeah, Shakespeare, <laughs> massively overrated. That's not fun <laughs> at all. Um, for my bonus two. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was just a little bit of a dick here. So I've gone for the longest day because I had to have a very war song. And I want to, <laughs> the longest day gives me fucking chills. You know that yeah. little like the little riff in the it, first. It ruffles your anorak. It does. I <laughs> I would really enjoy standing in the rain, day. writing down numbers about trains, listening to Longest Day. Oh, do you know what? Actually, that sounds like a really. I'm going <laughs> to do that one though. And hey, just with a flask of like watery tea. No, it's got to be straight. It's got to be real. It's tea. It's got to be on steady street, isn't it? Yeah, when hey, just got a busy day. I'm going to do that. But yeah. this is the kind of yeah this would work and it's also it's a little bit more muted it's a little bit more of a thing but it's not as slow yeah. and dull as um, Darkest Hour yeah my other one what Chains of Misery oh my god <laughs> and that, that was purely for the reaction I had a great time with Chains of Misery and what that was a... the one I picked from Fear of the Dark big daft shit it's, Do you know what it is it's a silly fun song but that live you know with all of them I the, thought he's got your chains off misery I thought you would dislike my best of more than I dislike yours but I <laughs> actively I why did I say we? I messaged you earlier in the week to say because I was so proud of my playlist to say oh let's make sure we do all jokes aside, listen through each other's playlists. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want that's, to. That's when I put this one on. <laughs> oh, no. That, oh, that wasn't Christ. going... I don't know what it was going to be. It, it was going to be another war one. You know, because you said, war. like, all of mine, I just picked the songs about war. Yeah. It was going to be, like, Passchendaele or something. But when you said that, I was like, oh, you know, fuck you, I'm going to make... I'm going to ram Chains of Misery down your throat. Uh, both of these playlists will be available to listen to on Spotify from the the Pudding Boys channel. I'm not entirely sure how to do it. I know how to do it on a personal one. I think the Pudding Boys one can do it. I'll have a look. If you fancy listening along at home so that you can start the next Numbers of the Beast band with us and make your own uninformed judgments, next week's Numbers of the Beast will be Megadeth's Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. <laughs> we're we're um, going deep. I was going to try and get that out. I'll just start Megadeth. I couldn't get my lip in that position. <laughs> Do you know? Hello, me. Uh, this That's not for a while. This one's taught me a little bit. There are a couple of albums. I've, I've learned a lot about Iron Maiden that I didn't know. I never gave Ammo Lad a chance, mm. and I really enjoy And you never gave... Uh, the bad one about Final space. Frontier. Love it. You get you get that a chance. Yeah. You actually found a lot of songs that yeah. you really like. I really like that album. I think this one, but I knew object. You know, I could name you a couple of songs. I think of every I made an album, even the Blaze ones. Yeah, this one is going to be weird. I've I have thrashed. I sometimes do thrash, but I am not thrash. So I will be interested. I don't think Megadeth are either. Really. If Numbers of the Beast just disappears in three <laughs> episodes' time and gets replaced by another segment quickly and quietly, that's why. Basically, I think we're going to get past euthanasia, and we might just 
decide again. No, do you know what? I'm really looking forward to getting back to the one that's got the plane crash at the start. I really like that. I am... Do you know what? If you're listening, and some people are because it's doing all right, round applause to us. But if you're listening along, and this is one of the segments you just don't... You kind of drift out on because you're not that into, like, Maiden or Metal or whatever... Maybe because it was starting a new one and it's something that neither of us know a huge amount about. Yeah, play along with us. Play along with it. Just do it. Don't be a fan yeah, about it. Yeah, it takes less... I mean, the Megadeth albums, right? I am made okay, fine. Some of the albums are like an hour and a half long and 15 discs. Yeah. Uh, none of these are going to take you more than an hour. No. Some of them are going to suck. Like I'm Some not, of them... But... But Some of them are going to really suck. But we will tell it like it is until Dave Mustaine starts listening and beats the shit out of both of us and then we'll just stop. Yeah. Well, you know what? At least it's not Metallica. Yeah, we're, spoiler, we're not going to do Metallica. I don't, I don't want to eat that big plate of greens. Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I'm once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is quick bread muffins, also known as the American muffin in Britain. They are baked individual-sized, cupcake-shaped foods with a moist, coarse-grained texture. Muffins are available in both savoury and sweet, like chocolate chip, for instance, which we will be finding today. The The, the use of the term muffin, uh, which are essentially cupcakes, did not become common usage in Britain until the last decade of the 20th century, directly on the back of the spread of coffee shops such as Starbucks. Hmm. I did not realise, because I was sleeping late 19th to mid-late mid end of 20th. I'd imagine you were quite busy mid-20th. <laughs> well, I woke up for a bit there. But then I went back to bed. Um, so I hadn't realised just how American muffins were. But uh, the muffins have been around common term since 19th century in American cookbooks. But very, very recent in the UK. Hmm. 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 I, thank you, Thomas, because I actually learned something now. I always assumed that, oh, oh this has to get bad. finished his squash. You will regret this. It, it, look, I've, I've only got a little bit left, and you can, you can have a go on this, but it's like... What are you? What are you drinking, that food? Oh God! <laughs> Farewell. That glass didn't that go near his mouth. The the look on his face when he saw my empty glass worried me. I thought we were going to have a problem. I thought we were going to go off air very quickly. Yeah, it could have been, um, you know, quite a hellraiser. <laughs> are you all right there? Oh, he choked me on the way out. Just oh, to, could have been a bit of a hellraiser situation going on there. <laughs> yeah, no, a little throat slap just as you walk past, just, you know, because I should have stopped you drinking your squash, obviously. <laughs> now, as a, as I saw a slight amount of confusion on your face when I said the, the quick bread muffin, it's just a muffin. It's just, just what they're called, apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 
Thomas didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> so, and the Pudding Boys Bakery is very busy with Pudding Boy Bakery weddings and such. Mm. So I wasn't about to pester anyone. So you know what? Muffins. Yeah, We've pudding... never done them no, and... on the PB. And they feel like they're a, a big one. Now, what What are you doing, you absolute monster? Rip the top off. No, you want to get the of bottom. Both? Eat your greens. Eat the bottom before you get the delicious top. Uh, Eat your greens Christ, and then you can have dessert. Like, this must... You know, more, 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 I'm more, more, amazed more. your wife didn't divorce you while she watched you putting that stupid playlist together <laughs> because this must have been the process. I'm going to take the top off the good songs. I'm going to throw that in the bin. <laughs> and I'm just going to mush lots of muffin bases together <laughs> to make a stupid playlist. I've got your best of it. so shit. <laughs> yours has got fucking Dice Amigos on it. Yeah, and it's better than yours. <laughs> it's a dog turd. Oh. Muffins are great. I'm going to listen to yours while I'm doing something shit like mowing the lawn or picking up dog poo. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to yours. <laughs> I'm going to put it on the next time we do something. I'm going to put it on on our road trip to drown out the oh, sound of God the wheel. Oh, damn it. Thing. Yeah, to drown <laughs> out the crashing sound. Chocolate chip muffins, they're a lot of fun. These are actually... They're pretty nice. They're quite... Are, mm. are like a cheap supermarket. Do you know muffin. what you can do with muffins, though? You can really great. dress them up to make a pudding. So yeah. you can grab one like this. Mm-hmm. You could, I used to have a, you know, like some of the places I worked would have like a little cafe in front of them. Mm. You know, one of those like volunteer kind of cafes. And you get like a pretty shit coffee mm. and a little blueberry muffin. That'll set you up for the day. Mm. You can grab them as long as time A muffin snack. would be a good fika replacement. Not mm. fecal replacement. But it will fika. be eventually, like... The, the Swedish, did we try the Swedish where they eat... Yeah, we could have muffins and tears. Like instead a, of a, um, a cinnamon bun. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're not going to turn that down, or you can warm it, or you can have them fresh. Mm-hmm. Whack a bit of custard on there, especially a double chocolate boy. Yeah, I You've feel got like yourself a pudding, sir. A baked sweet good. That although this is pudding of the week, I don't feel like a muffin is often used as a pudding. Mm. It's more of a. It's more. A, like, it's more of a fika kind of thing. It's mm, a treat with coffee break. Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. Mm. It's just a good thing. Yeah, I didn't realise it was so American. Like, I knew they were, but I didn't realise, like, usually when something's really American, it's also, it was actually German or something like that. Yeah, I didn't think, I thought these would be older than America. No, I think these are very American. There are other kinds of muffin, like what they call English muffins or what we call crumpets or pikelets or things like that. And Mm. it gets into a whole fucking... When you start looking at crumpets, pikelets... It's basically like cakes a... and all that. You start getting people get really angry when you start oh, it's saying like things. Rolls. It's a cob. It, no, yeah. no, it, it, I can't be bothered doing the other accent because I can't pull one out. But it's a roll or it's a ba- bam. That's a what bam. you get if you get into the northwest. It's a bam, bam cake. Bam cake. Um, From Barnsley. Yeah, they do get weird about muffins, but yeah, English muffins are like an eggs Benedicty kind of yeah. deal. Isn't so it? do you know what? When I'm muffining, I'm going. For a sweet muffin, anyway. When you're sweet muffining, though, are you going chocolate chip, double chocolate? I'm usually going fruit. fruit in there. I'm usually going lemon. Mm. When lemon is an option, so, right? Sweet lemon We're is lemon, you incredible. Know, like the pasta kind of take on it with the dollop of lemon curd. In the oh, lemon curd! In it. That's a big Any one. chance I can get, give me lemon curd. I only found mm. out recently that other people didn't have lemon curd on toast. That's the thing. That's just jam, but better. Yeah. yeah. So oh, you do yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Because my wife and my mother were both like, no, that's that's just but that's a I, weird thing to do. I'm guessing they'll look at marmalade on toast and think that's fine. Yeah, it's another but the curd food. is not it's fine. Worse. Yeah. So yeah, lemon curd on toast. Or I used to have lemon curd sandwiches as yeah, a, a young boy, yeah, but apparently it was only when my dad was making them because bread. my mum thinks it's absolute. It's basically a pudding. It's basically a Victoria sponge at that yeah. point. Yeah, you get some. Yeah, you get some really really processed bread. Yeah, so loads of sugar. Yeah. Stick some lemon curd on. Mm. It's a good yeah, time. that's not bad. It's, that's, that's no different to a chocolate spread sandwich. Yeah, no different at all, but it more delicious. Yeah. yeah. No, what? that's fine. No, I'm not going to be a dick about that. That's fine. Yeah. Good. What's the scale this week? Well, since we had a bit of a, had a bit of a theme last week, we're going to put it on the uh, Harry Potter movies. Okay. There so, are eight of them. There are eight movies. Seven books, eight movies. Mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. the movies just because we've got a friend in the room. We've got a wasp in the room. It's a big boy. How's he gone in? Big boy. You know what? There is a wasp nest somewhere on the premises. You could have told me that before I sat down. Are you allergic? No, I just don't like him. Ah, he'll be all right. Um, John, I'll be distracted for the last five minutes of the pudding boys watching this little asshole. Um, yeah, so seven books, eight movies. And they basically start very twee and childlike and a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. By the end, they get quite dark. Actually, a lot of people die by the end of it. So, yes. Um, now, I'm thinking in terms of puddings, we get grander as we go through the Harry Potter series. We get a lot more. Yeah. So by sort of 7B. Um, would you? Would end. that make like, if you're in, I know, and I know the uh, scales don't need to make sense at all, but would them getting darker as it goes on, does that mean like the first ones are like jelly and ice cream? Yeah, and by the end, you're talking like a baked Alaska. A huge go, effort. Keep telling on. me about this. I'm just going to open a window and try and, Shoo this, like, hornet beast out of the room. (laughs) You can hear him over your mic, can't you? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to get ready to... If you hear clattering and jumping, it's because Bloor has made him mad. (laughs) And basically we've had to evacuate the premises. I've lost him. I'm not going to put this at the end. This isn't a Deathly Hallows kind of baked Alaska big boy. This is going to be very much more... I reckon this is somewhere around the Goblet of... No, Prisoner of Azkaban. Let's say that. This is where you're starting to turn from being a twee, like, child story. A very small-time pudding. It's got the potential to turn into something much bigger. Oh, he's back now. He's seen you sit down. I've sat back down and he's just reappeared. I lost him for a while. The window. Well, I've opened the window. He can get oh, out. All of his pals are going to come in now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to put this around the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's the first one where I think it genuinely tipped from being a kid's story mm. to being... Quite good. It's not. Yeah, it's not Black a bit... Forest Gatto. You don't have to be old to understand a classy one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyone can enjoy it. Yeah. But um, depending on what you do with it, and they went, they went deep with it, and it got good. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You can go complex with the last yeah. ones. Okay. Where can you find the PBs? We are available on the YouTube channel, Pudding Boys. Please subscribe. Leave a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, if it's not for... If it's an option on your platform, feel free to leave a glowing review. We're also on Instagram, which is a fun place to check out the strange piece of artwork that I make for every episode. And I think we better sign off before Ross flies out of his seat as that giant... It's a big wasp. It is a big wasp, I'll give you that. Uh, slowly inches its way closer towards Yeah, here a big bang, I've turned it into paste. So what, I've only ever been stung by one stinging insect. That would be two. 
he's, he doesn't look like a fan of the show. It was from I, I used to have long, big hair as a child. Oh, the yeah. And I was like bonnet. running my fingers through my through my hair whilst playing games whilst playing Warhammer Forty K. Mm. And I got stung on my fingertip because there was a there was a wasp in my hair. Oh, God, Hagrid. <laughs> right, bye, right. Bye. 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 Bye.